Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your DM, Nathan. With me this evening, we have Justin. Hey, y'all. Emily. Hello. Nicole. Sup. And Jordan. Hey. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. Last week's village idiot was Agamir, played by Jordan. Uh, Jordan, what what happened last week? Well, last week was all combat. Um, so, not common, but basically, Scar had attempted to open a door at the top, on the upper floor of this Lorekeeper building that we're in, the Lorekeeper Archive. Is that right? Mm-hmm. As she went to open the door, the statue just right next to the door turned and started to move. Its eyes lit up and started warning us to leave. And we ultimately engaged in combat with this statue. We all fought valiantly. We all tried many different things to hurt it. Nothing seemed to be working well. I was attempting to use the scientific method and just go through (laughs) types of damage that we haven't seen before. As the battle raged on, Kelvin reveals himself as a turncoat. He kind of just walked around upstairs past the enemies, knocked on the door to address the, the main the main lore keeper, um, Laurelin, I think. Solorin. Solorin. Lorelei. <laughs> he was the head lore keeper at the forward camp of the Shade Pocket. That's right. Don't quite recall what he says, but then he goes and attack, makes an attack against Sokoba, the other golden mantle. It was treacherous. And so we all, well, luckily Drew was just like, because I think it was your turn next after that. I don't know. I feel like we all, was it? <laughs> we all basically just decided we were like, we have, we have to, we have to go. So Scar, yeah. um, Sokoba took a really uh, enfeebling hit of some kind from the statue. She was visibly weakened. Scar picked her up, disengaged and ran past down the stairs Um, We all made our attempts to get away. A statue definitely fell through the banister after smashing it close to Drew. And then just as it looked like we were trying to get away, we all got paralyzed at the same time by Kelvin somehow. And so that is the situation we find ourselves in. Yeah, he said stop right there and snapped his fucking fingers. Yes, that is correct. So... You all have just been paralyzed by Kelvin. He's up on top of the balcony, and he is kind of working his way down the steps. The one statue is still going berserk, bashing in the tables and the stairs, and it's just hitting everything that is nearby to it. It's slowly inching its way towards you all standing there. As this is all happening, Kelvin's walking down the stairs, he walks over to the golem, or the statue, rather. It is a golem. Spoiler alert. And he goes up to it, takes his blade, and kind of runs his finger along it. And then he stabs at the statue. The sword goes directly through it, and the statue shatters. What the what? Fuck? And he says, God, I hate these things. So, Lauren, what did I tell you about using these? What? 
I'm stealing this sword. Okay, what kind of damage does the sword do? I need to know. The other statue's walking down the steps, and you see an entryway up on the second on the second floor balcony slide open. Apparently there was a hidden entrance there. And you see Saloran and Nicholas walk out. Aw, uh, Nicholas, I thought he was one of the good ones. And you see a bright light behind them. And Saloran says, Kelvin, what did I tell you about destroying my statues? You know these take a long time to create. We have to imbue them with magic, get them carved. It's a very long process. <laughs> Costs corporate a lot of money. <laughs> and Kelvin says, oh, it takes a long time, uh, does it? Uh, so you'd be, you'd be pretty upset if I just... And he stabs out at the other statue and it immediately gets pierced and crumbles. God, this just sucks to even people on his side. So Lauren goes, oh, Kelvin... Why are they still alive? Oh, well, I, th I thought we might be able to use them still, huh? We know these people are in good with, uh, Tess Vig, right? So maybe we can send Tess Vig a little message. Also, there might be something here that you've been missing. He walks up to Saf. I have it. Oh, right, to Scar. Walks up to Scar and tries to find where the little luminous shard is. And pulls it out. And he says, You're looking for this, eh? You kind of need this, don't you? Everflame won't work without it. Ever what? Everflame? Did he say Everflame? Is that a dope-ass dragon or a sick-ass spell? I need to know. And uh, he uh, kind of tosses it up to Saloran. Uh, Saloran kind of fumbles around with it. Says, oh, yes, thank you. Kelvin, this is... Yes, we do need this. Thank you. And he goes into the hidden passage and you see a blinding flash of light. And then the light kind of changes color. It goes from a bright white to kind of a rosy color. It's kind of pink, kind of red. Oh no. Yes, that was exactly what we needed, Kelvin. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, I bet you are wondering why I brought you here today. Huh? You are quite a thorn in my side, aren't you? You know, uh, we weren't exactly expecting to have such noble heroes investigating our little uh, foray, right? Well, uh, you can still be used to me. Like I said, we need to send a message to to Tasvig. So he then rifles around in one of the pouches that he's got on his person. And he pulls out a number of probably a half dozen daggers. And he says, right, yeah. Uh, so Lauren, can you send me some help, please? I need, all right, well, me, and then one, two, three, four. Okay, I need four of your underlings. Mental stabbing math. So Lauren sends a few acolytes down. They're wearing lorekeepers' robes. They're, some of them are the hunky lorekeepers. Some of them, they're just pages. Uh, and they, they walk down. And uh, Kelvin hands each of them a knife. The knife is, like I said, a dagger about six or seven inches long. And there are two prongs on the blade. Uh, so there's a, a piece out of the middle that's cut out. So he says, all right, then uh, take your blade. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to very carefully 
stab them. No. And I'm going to be, um, I'll get Sokoba. You get that one. You get that one. And he's pointing in turn at one of the acolytes and one of you. One of the acolytes, one of you. All right. Everyone got it? I'm going to take Sokoba. Let's do it. Can we move? No, you are paralyzed. You can talk, though. Even though we're paralyzed, can I spit? Because I'm totally going to spit at the lore keeper that uh, is going to try and stab me. He just said we could talk, so you could definitely spit. As you all are sitting there paralyzed, uh, each of the acolytes walks up to you. And he's, uh, Calvin goes, right here. And he points at, his, at the middle of his chest. And remember, all the way in. Oh my god! Um, with a a tear streaming down my face, I say, fuck you, and I spit at the acolyte about to stab me. Oh my god. Calvin sees Safina spit, and he kind of chuckles. And he goes, I like you. You've got fire, just like your grandfather did. (gasps) What? (laughs) No! All right, count of three. Wait, what? One. (laughs) That's so petty. Two. That is petty. Hang on, stop. Stop for a second. Wait. And at that moment, the acolytes push the blades deep into your sternums, and everything goes dark. What? Oh, my God. All right, new characters. Let's roll them up. No. Wait, are you serious? (laughs) What the fuck just happened? He just... Wait, are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, that happened. Yep. yep. No. <laughs> Wait. No. Grandpa, no. Grandpa, no. Grandpa, no. <laughs> could I have tried to roll an intimidation? <laughs> yeah, you could have. <laughs> cool. That's all I wanted to know. Well, now you're passed out. Yeah. Or you know, everything's black. Good podcast, everybody. Yeah, that was great. Been, Thank you all great. for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. It's been a great uh, six months. <laughs> it's been a great six months. That was the end. Uh, no, you all... You all eventually come to. And you hear dripping. You're no longer paralyzed. Can we move? Yes. I mean, like, are we bound? No, you're not bound. And you're not paralyzed. And can we see? I mean, I have dark vision. So does Drew. So does Agamir. Looks like you are in a cave. I fucking hate caves. You feel a su- or a disconcerting lack of gear. Great. I reach for my uh, I reach for my bag of holding. You do not find it. I reach for the thing in my brain. You do not find it. Shut up! My arcane focus is gone. Your arcane focus is gone. And that means all of Agamir's gold is now gone. Yeah, I look at Agamir and I'm like, uh, not all of it. I've got stuff in a bank, <laughs> but. I've got a savings account. <laughs> but like, that was like the majority of it. That was like six grand. I reach for a loincloth? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you all have clothes on. You just don't okay. have any of your gear. <laughs> okay. Every single time, Nathan's like, yeah, the gear. We're like, naked? <laughs> no, clothes aren't gear. <laughs> My fucking Warhammer. I love it. I feel my chest. Do I have like a, a stab wound on my chest or what? You feel for your, your chest where the, the dagger was plunged and you do not feel anything. Is Sokoba here? 
Sokopa is there with you. She's alive. Yes. And she's conscious. Yes. Okay. Oh, what happened? She says. Well, to make a long story short, Kevin's a piece of shit, (laughs) and he betrayed all of us, tried to kill you at first, and then when we tried to run away with you and get out of the Lorekeeper station, the archive station, he paralyzed us and then plunged daggers into us, and we passed out, and now we're here. No gear, no nothing. Do I still have my mantle on? No. Fuck! That asshole took my mantle? I love how I'm saying you're on the mantle. You're like, wait a second. I haven't taken that off since the day I was hired. Okay, well, because it's not, you're not allowed to. Can I stand up? Are we standing yeah, laying stand down? Yeah, you all aren't bound. You're just in a cave. And we can see, right? It's not dark at all. It's lit. Uh, it's dark, but, you know, you those with dark see. vision can see. Uh, except for the halfling, because her goggles are not on her anymore. I'm going to roll investigation. That is a... What's plus one? So, 17. I guess I just want to see if there's any discernible way out. Okay, there's a passage in the cave, and you see a little hint of light at the end, as if there's light at the end of the tunnel. Is there? Is that the light, guys? <laughs> Not like that way, but... <laughs> is there any... Uh, are there any rocks or anything on the ground? Yeah, there are tons of rocks. All right, I'm going to grab a beefy rock. You've got a beefy rock. A Add one beefy, beefy rock to your inventory. <laughs> one jagged-edged rock. Oh, wait. You said beefy, not jagged. Well, that's what I meant. I'm joking. (laughs) That's what I meant. (laughs) Are you proficient in beefy rocks and jagged rocks? Beefy meaning like it's got girth to it, and then I also wanted it to be jagged. I reach out my hands and I go, I can't see. Where is everybody? I go up and grab Saf's hand. Oh, I'm going to cast the cantrip light. Oh, wait, I can't. Can I cast cantrips? She doesn't have her arcane focus. Uh, does it require a arcane focus or a material component? Oh, God, I haven't looked at the material. Hold on, hold on. Light. It says it requires materials. A firefly or phosphorescent moss. I don't have either of those things. Roll me a nature check. Twelve even. (laughs) Okay, so you... Fortunately, find some phosphorescent moss in this cave. Oh, <laughs> neat. Okay, I'm gonna um, grab a, um, as Scar would say, a girthy rock, a beefy <laughs> rock, and I'm going to cast light on it. Um, yeah, it says the object sheds a bright light in a 20 foot radius and dim light for an additional 20. Sweet. Okay. Completely covering the object with something opaque blocks the light. Yes. So I flock to Drew and I give her a big hug and I go, I'm so glad you're alive. (laughs) I hug her back and I'm like, I'm glad you're alive too. How long have we been out? Is there any way to tell? No. Oh no. You're not sure. Long enough for my stats to be back to normal? Yeah, that's a good question. For your what to be back to normal? Like, do we have our spell slots and stuff? Yeah, it was technically a long rest. I don't know how restful it was, but... I mean, we were passed out. That's rest. <laughs> Are we still at the, the hit points that we were at in our last combat? 
Everyone is back up to full except for Sokoba and Saf. Oh, because they're... Or at their new hit point total. Because you're not cured. I have 19 hit points fuck my life. Oh, also, your ACs have dropped to whatever your base AC is because you're not wearing armor. Oh. I don't even remember what that was. It's 10 plus your dex. Yep. 12. Great. Yeah. I'm not faring too much better. 13. 14 for me. Jeez. Oh, no. The fuck? My dex is high. The halfling's the tank. (laughs) Can I do a medicine check on Saf to... uh, Get her hit points back up. You can do a medicine to see what's going on with Saf. Cool. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, roll me a medicine check. 18. Okay, you know through your study of the healing arts and the undead arts that uh, Saf is afflicted in such a way that can be cured with a greater restoration spell. Oh, God, uh... Is that the same That's thing? So much bullshit to get. That's fifth level. Is that the same thing for Sokoba? Yes. You can also um, search out the help of a another cleric. Yeah, I'm not really in a position to do that right now. I look around. I don't see any other clerics. You do not. I was <laughs> like, we don't see her. Meanwhile, I'm walking around to everybody, giving them hugs, telling them that I love them. <laughs> Excellent. And then I start crying because I remember he said that he, my grandpa. He had fire just like you. Yeah, what a dick. I start crying. So that means that he knows who your grandfather was and what happened to him. Definitely. He also spoke about him in the past tense, which is disconcerting. I I keep crying. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That was in character as true. 100%. She doesn't have any of her, like, blankets or tea or anything to comfort you. I, I can't do anything, so I'm just walking around. I am, like, touching the walls. I want to touch the walls. They feel rocky. I just, like, I'm walking around just trying to see if I can find any kind of exit. So that's what I'm not really thinking about. There's a path. Yeah, I found one. So let's yeah. grab the... Sokoba, oh, yeah. grab a rock. <laughs> okay. She picks up a medium-sized rock. Not quite as beefy as your rock. I pick up a very small rock, but it's very large in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lead the way. Okay. You go down the tunnel. The cave opens up. You are definitely underground, and the dripping that you heard was uh, water. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least it's not lava. <laughs> Yeah. So looking up, you see that there is a massive hole that is letting skylight in or sunlight through. So given your understanding of the cities, you have been dumped somewhere in the veiled city. You are underground in the, you know, the network of caves and caverns that have been built up as a city underneath of Alari. Interesting. Okay. So is there like a ladder to get up? There are many ramps and roads that you can take to make your way up to the top. However, you uh, don't have any things and you don't have any money. I'm going to be racist and turn to Sokoba and be like, hey, does any of this look familiar? 
Yeah, I was going to say, isn't she from here? (laughs) (laughs) Why would they dump us in the Veiled City? This is bizarre. Convenience, probably. Ugh, Kevin can't even kill us, right? Well, I guess we've... We've got to make our way up, I guess. Onward and upward. I guess let's go up and see if we can get in contact with Tess Vig. That's our first priority here. Who had the Sending Stone? I did. Do you still have it? Probably not. (laughs) Checking. I'm going to check my pockets. (laughs) You you don't have it. Yeah, I didn't think so. Stupid question. Wait, am I dressed the same as everybody else so everyone can just like see all my skin and stuff? Yeah, all your armor's gone. That's not a good thing. Oh, that blows. Yeah, but you're with a golden mantle. I mean, she doesn't have the golden mantle on, but people will know who she is. I'm shiny. If people know they're elected officials in from other boroughs. I mean, she's got to know the people, the Golden Mantles from the Veiled City or whoever the console of the Veiled City is. I mean, yeah, but we got to get there first. Yeah, so let's go. <laughs> what I'm saying is I got to walk through the streets like this. No one's going to hurt you. Is there any path down from where we are or is it all up? There are paths down and there are paths up. The hole above that's letting the sunlight through looks to be a few miles up. Miles? Miles. Like we're going to have to climb for miles? The opening to the Veiled City itself is a great architectural wonder. It's, It's good and stuff. It's 10 miles across the hole itself. Long hole. Long haul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd like to turn to um, to Coban and just be like, okay, so since you've said, since you've told me before that you you're originally from the Veiled City, if you still have contacts in the city, where where do you think they would be in relation to here? Are they, are, would, should we be going down or up? <sighs> the Veiled City is so large. Um, well, the closest place that we could go would probably be the Council chambers of the Veiled City to see if we can talk to Sithro. However, she's not exactly trusting of outsiders. Do you think she'd make an exception in this one very dramatic case? We were murdered. <laughs> we're alive, though. I think. I think we were murdered. I turn. Yeah, I turn. I'm like, does anyone else? Like, I, I kind of feel my chest. I'm like, does anyone else have any scars? Any holes? Pieces missing? I don't know, Nate, do we? <laughs> no, no no one has any discernible mark on their body. I'm just missing a piece of my heart. <laughs> I think the best thing that we can do in, at this case is try to find a place to contact Tazvig and, and, and get some you know, go to man- mantle station. I don't know. Yeah. Where's our local mantle station? <laughs> we need weapons. We need armor. We need to get our shit together. Let's try and go for the console. I need a hoodie stat. <laughs> Do you, are there any, is there anything that could, um, any kind of obstacle, any kind of gateway or checkpoint that we would have, that we need to be concerned with if, as far as getting to that, to the console? Um, I mean, getting to the console, I mean, there she's under pretty heavy security if she's even in, her chambers, it's... I mean, we have no way of proving who we are. I could just be any any deep elf. Do you 
know anyone who could vouch for you? I mean, not for my station in Fellows, but I mean, my family's in the Veiled City. I can talk with them and see if they can help us. Don't the Golden Mantles all know each other at some, like, in some way, shape, or form? Not exactly. It's kind of a closed hierarchy. Do you know anyone that could equip us with arms, armor, armor and weapons? Well, I might be able to ask my family for money so we could purchase new weapons and armor. Okay. It seems that might be our best shot. Do you think your family's in danger, given the turn of events with Kelvin? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he would stoop so low. <laughs> that bastard. Really? I, I never liked him. Really? I don't know what Tasvik sees in him. I think he'd go pretty low. I think Kelvin goes down pretty low. We'll hope that that we'll hope that he hasn't taken action yet. And if he plans to, it's probably best that we find them and protect them if we have to. We need to figure out how long we've been out. That's true. Find the nearest newspaper. It's hard to tell what what day it is when. You're underground, um, but fortunately, they keep they keep track of everything uh, at the, the the bulletins here around the Veiled City. Yeah, but what were we paying attention when the day that we got abducted? You, yeah, we would have known. Yeah, you would have known the day. Okay. My name's Justin. I don't know what day it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know in real life. I don't. Here's what I'm thinking, though. If a golden mantle and an honor guard goes missing, however long we've been out, say it's even been like two a day or two, they'd have to consider that we wouldn't just not check in somehow. And that checkpoint... Yeah, there might be like bulletins and stuff up about saying. us, like missing people like there was yeah, about Seth. That's what I'm saying. Like there's... If, if we... we gotta, first, we got to figure out how long we've been out. Yeah. Then we got to figure out... We got to climb this fucking ladder. That's <laughs> what we got to do. Let's go. We should head to the nearest bulletin. Yeah. However we get there. Okay. You search around for a while. You eventually find one. They're not very hard to miss. They're lit up with a magical light, and they're pretty high up. So you can see that uh, I haven't come up with a calendar for Lanamore yet. But looking at the date, it's three or four days after you were abducted. Yeah, they've got to have marked us missing. So if we go to a mantle station... Yeah, I say we go to the mantle station. Okay. The nearest mantle station is going to need to be found. Scar, specifically, can you please roll me an investigation? 14. Okay. You haven't been to this section of the Veiled City in a while, but you're pretty sure that the closest mantle station's about about an hour walk down one of these caverns. Okay. Instead of having streets and roads, they have caverns and tunnels. So, after maybe a little longer than you thought, it was an hour and 15 minutes. Y'all are a little tired. But you eventually make your way to the Mantle's precinct of the Veiled City. This is precinct three in the Veiled City. Gotcha. So, you head on in. Yeah. Can we, is there like a board with the missing people on it? Yes, there is. Can we look at there to see if there's our faces? Yes, you can look. You do not see your faces, though. I don't care that we're missing. No one's even looked for us. 
So we're going to go up to, I guess, is there like a civilian desk where they like have someone sitting at it so you can like make complaints and shit? Yes, exactly. All right. We're going to go up to that guy, girl, person, whatever. It is a dwarf. Okay. It's a dude dwarf. Dude dwarf. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hi, my name is Scarlet and I am a copper mantle from the fourth district of fellows. This is Sokoba Volnai. She's the golden mantle for the what district? For uh, the Order of the Loom. For the Order of the Loom. Oh, no, she's not Order of the Loom. She's the Courier's Assembly. Sorry, sorry. For the Courier's Assembly, we were attacked and kidnapped, and all of our possessions were taken. We need to get word to Fellows and to the Consul of Fellows, Tazvik Duve. Identification, please. I so I I just said that we were attacked and kidnapped and all of our possessions were taken. And I'm just supposed to take you at your word then? Is there anything that I can say like that a mantle would know? Like is there any sort of like can you try and persuade him? We are uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. No, I want to have like a mantle secret handshake or something. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, uh, the secret handshake. The secret handshake from the parent trap. Yeah, right? Yep, that's what it it's is. It's a very specific handshake. No, I'm just saying, like, is there any sort of thing that only mantles would know so you know to identify a mantle? Like, that's got to be a thing. Kind of like Thieves Camp, but for fucking mantles. There is not. Fucking A. Right? Gotta persuade like a scrub. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> What'd you get? Say it. No, I crit myself. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. 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 Uh, get over here. We have to burn the building down. Uh, um, <laughs> Sir Sir Dwarf, uh, we are uh, uh, down on our luck, and we, we very much need your help. Could you just please grant us entry so that we can contact my precinct and get some help for our identification? It's It's just, it'll just take a minute. I don't think I believe you. You all uh, can come back with some identification, or you don't come back at all. Who's in charge? Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking Karen right now. Uh, like, Susan, whatever her name is. Truth embarrassed. <laughs> who, who, who's in charge? What are you talking about? I want to speak to your golden mantle. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Sure, the golden mantle doesn't want to talk to a few civilians. So get on. We're out. Get out. Um, how how old is this dwarf? Uh, pretty old. It looks like he's an older mantle who's been put on desk duty and doesn't like it. Oh, never mind that. Okay, so listen, I sympathize with you right now that you're just trying to do your job and everything, but we are who we say we are. I don't know why anyone would falsify information like this. I am a copper mantle for the 4th District of Fellows. This is the golden mantle for the Courier's Assembly. We really just need to contact people to help us. It's not that hard to understand that. Are you trying to intimidate or persuade? Yeah, now I'm intimidating, and that's a 19, so fuck off. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see you get a little fire in you when you get upset. That's racist. Oh, because I'm a tiefling. <laughs> Let me escort you right over here. 
We'll go to the contact station. You can use it to try and get a hold of your mantle friends from the fellows. Okay. Good. Let's go. <laughs> so he takes you to the contact station. There you see something that looks very much like a sending stone, but it's got some arcane dials and such that you've got to use to zero in on who you're trying to talk to. Sokoba, right, would be the one to use that? Uh, yeah. So who 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 do we call? Do you want to just call Tasby? I mean, I guess. Is he going to pick up? <laughs> Yeah, we have to we have to call somebody that won't go straight to voicemail. <laughs> Do you, well, we can't call Kelvin, obviously. <laughs> I think it would be Jasmeeg. I think that's the smart yeah. option here. Someone that knows our voices at least, or Ord, or or something. That's true. That's because Tasveeg seems to make things magic-y happen. So I feel like if we could be like, "Hey, we're trapped here," he'll be like, "Oh," and then like have someone show up with armor and stuff. Is he in the directory? <laughs> Is he in the yellow pages? <laughs> oh, I, I remember Tasveeg's coordinates. It's here, here. She's messing with the arcane foci, and uh... is that the plural of focus? Yes. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Ew! I don't like that. I'm pretty sure. I'd rather say focuses. Yeah, Nate is correct. Are you really looking up what the... It can either be foci or focuses. Okay. Uh, So she is messing with the arcane foci and is dialing in Tesvik's coordinates. She finds them. And what do we want to say to him? I mean, we only get 25 words. (sighs) Kelvin's a traitor. We're alive. In the Veiled City. Send armor. It's Sokoba. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he would know her boys. Kidnapped by Kelvin. I think Scar needs to be the one to leave the message, because he was investigating both the Golden Mantles. Yeah. But she doesn't know that. Who doesn't know that? Sokoba. Oh, yeah, Sokoba doesn't know that. Sokoba doesn't know that we were investigating anybody. She just thinks that we were transferred there. Her honor guard. That part I don't think matters. Right. I think it, all that matters is that we say Kelvin's the traitor. Yeah. And then he'll get what's going on. That's something a traitor would say. Scar, if you just want to, like, bust it and just, like... Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I'll just step over and say, Kelvin's the traitor. Kidnapped. No possessions. In the Veiled City. Send help. It's 12. Love, Scarlet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, well... They would have, would they send, well, we don't know, well, he doesn't know exactly where in the Veiled City we are. Shouldn't we say that? Third precinct. Yeah. Okay. Send tweet. So, the dwarf comes up and says, do you want to wait for a return message or? Yes, please. (laughs) Right, right over here. He leads you to some benches. Cool. Can I get you some water, mushrooms? True. True perks up in the mushrooms. He sees me start to tear up and I go, can I have some tea, please? Uh, oh, little girl. Um, <laughs> we, um, yeah, we have some, we have some tea. Here, I'll be right back. He leaves. And then he comes back with a, a tea. It looks a little lukewarm and smells a little funky. Lovely. I hope you like mushroom tea. It's all we have. 
Drew's favorite. <laughs> I, I go, thank you? Kind of? My pleasure, little girl. <laughs> Should we come up with a game plan if he doesn't answer back? I mean, it has been four days. Maybe he, Kelvin killed Tazvig. Maybe. I have a hard time believing that he could even get to him. We might have seen something like that on a bulletin. He sounds like he has a lot of resources behind him with all the lore keepers. Is there like a something that's akin to a newspaper around that we could read and see what the news has been the past few days? Yeah, there's a gazette that's lying okay. there. The, the Veiled City Gazette. Are there a couple old copies? Like multiple copies or is this like a doctor's office? <laughs> Hold up the one with your the the, di- the current date. Send it to Tasby, let him know you're okay. <laughs> No, I just mean, like, can we read a couple of days, the last couple of yeah, days? the last few days. What's the most recent breaking news? They have the last three days. It looks like they keep the last three days. Okay. Good. Let's read through those. Okay. Any highlights? There is a lot of interesting stuff in there. I don't know if you want me to say all of it, because uh, some of it's weird, but specifically for... What, what specifically are you looking for? Stuff on the shade pocket, stuff on uh, anything with fellows. Anything that implies that we're missing, I guess. No, I guess the standouts, like something that has to do with fellows, something that has to do with Tazvik, anything that has to do with... Kelvin. Or any, like... If his name's mentioned anywhere. Interesting lorekeeper things, either. You see one of the Gazette from two days ago... It's uh, something from out of Fellows. It's not front page, but it's, you know, up there. It's the Veiled City Gazette, after all. So the headline reads, Consul of Fellows looking for new golden mantles. Two spaces open. Oh, no. So they think she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering why she isn't. I'm just saying. Why all of us aren't, honestly. There's something else that says it's referring to the shade pocket. Uh, It's a lorekeeper blast or a, you know, lorekeeper blurb from yesterday. And it says, largest shade pocket in recorded history, off without a hitch. Thank you for your patience with any interruptions of service from anything out of this district of fellows. Next scheduled shade pocket, and it lists a date there for a few months out. Where? That shade pocket will be in the Cloistered Peaks. Interesting. Just curious. Not that I ever want to experience that again. Okay. So we haven't heard a message, like, Tesvig hasn't gotten back to us yet? Not at this point, no. And it's only been like five minutes. Yeah, it's only been like five minutes. It's not a great time though, because he's usually real quick. Looks like we are spending the night in the precinct. What? We, we don't have any money. That's why he said precinct, not and not in the tavern. <laughs> they gonna let us sleep on the floor? Just as you are talking about that, the control module starts blinking on the contact ooh, machine. Ooh, ooh. Oh, it looks like you got a reply. It's pretty quick for, uh, usually we don't get replies back. <laughs> you want it? Are you going to check it or? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to grab it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you grab it and it's Tassavig responding. And he says, help is on the way. 
will see you soon. Need to get you to Intepa ASAP. Oh. Okay. So we just sit right here and wait. Waiting for our Uber. <laughs> Tasmin sent him an Uber. <laughs> he's sending an order is what he's sending. An ord An ord er. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Jobs. <laughs> so what do we do? Just hang out here until they show up? I would like to go up to the dwarven clerk and see if there's anybody around here who knows greater restoration. Oh. Um, well, that's uh, not here in the, the precinct, but maybe maybe a few levels down, they'd have a, a cleric that could help you. I'm sure that Tazvik would be able to find someone that could help you with that. So you can just wait just a little bit longer. Okay, we wait. Do you need some more tea? Oh no, 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 no. That's 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 fine. Uh, okay, well if you if you need anything, just let me know. Okay, thanks. Bye. So, is there anything else you all would like to do while you're waiting? That definitely was Tazvik, right? Yes, it was. Okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here and be really fucking pissed. I was like, just kind of being angry and annoyed at what's going on, really. Just brooding. I go back up to the clerk and I say, "Do you have any playing cards?" No. Oh, my dragon's chest is gone, fucker. <laughs> yeah, so is my flute. <laughs> <laughs> we can't play games. I've got some three dragon anti, but it's missing some cards. Of course it is. Well, we just use. Whatever we've got around. Just do the crossword in the back of the cassette. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's already been done. Uh, of course it has, and they did it in pen. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You can tell it's an elven script, too, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here and be really fucking pissed off that, like, literally all of my worldly possessions are gone, because I'm a fucking orphan, and, like, it took a lot to get that shit. And I am very angry. That Warhammer and I was like, it was like left, my left hand. It was part of me. Aren't you right-handed? I said it was like my other hand. Like, that's (laughs) what I meant. It was an extension of me. (laughs) Is there anything y'all want to ask Sokoba or anything you want to talk about amongst yourselves? She seems pretty fucking useless. (laughs) I look at Sokoba and I'm like, so, did you see this coming? (laughs) What do you what do you mean? I mean, I've always hated Kelvin. I didn't expect him to He said he stabbed me? Yes. <laughs> I got knocked out on that balcony and I woke up in a cave, so Yeah, he's the one that knocked you out. Should we tell her what we've been doing? No. Why not? It's not her. We don't know yet, really. What do you all what are you all talking about? Why are you whispering? Who wants to play 20 questions? <laughs> I never have I ever. <laughs> I pushed uh, Scar into the wall. Yeah, so, yeah, he definitely stabbed you because I grabbed you and picked you up after that statue knocked you out. And you don't remember that hit from behind you? No, not at all. Well, that was him. Wouldn't she have heard him say, Saloran? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he did like, say that. But what It's she... time to stop playing games. He did say that. What? Why was he talking to Saloran? Like, was Saloran there? Did you see him? 
Yes, he was in on it in a secret room. Yeah. And Nicholas. Did they have this the stone? They had what did they call it? Something flame? Oh. Something bad. It was like eternal flame. Eternal flame is this burning. Uh, he called it the Ever Flame. That's it. <laughs> Close your eyes. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he just shouted from the room. He, uh, what's his name? Kelvin took the little piece of stone that we were using to track down the bigger stone, threw it up to on the balcony to Saloran, and he said, this is just what Ever Flame needed. And we saw the white light change from like white to pink or red. And once they gave put that little piece back in and they were in on it and had some of their other lore keepers stab all of us. All of us got stabbed and all of us woke up in that cave. Really confused as to why we're all still alive. Or why we own like why we woke up in the veiled city of all places. It's probably a good dumping spot for refuse like us. But, like, it, we were able to get out of where we were, so that's what's confusing me. Probably didn't expect us to wake up. So how long do we wait for? You wait for a few hours. And Ord's here. Yeah, Ord's here. Your, order, your, your Ord, order's here? Yeah, Ord shows up. He's like, oh, thank goodness you all are okay. We've When we heard the news that the Honor Guard and Sokoba had been killed, we... Just couldn't believe it. When Kelvin came back and and let us know what had happened, we were devastated. But you, you were saying that... He looks around. <laughs> you say that Kelvin's a traitor? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, we are, actually. He very much <sighs> tried to murder us. He stabbed us. Oh. <sighs> He's with Tazvig right now. <gasps> oh, Why'd you leave him? Why did you leave him? We told him in the Sending Stone. Sorry, that was very squealy. We told him in the Sending Stone <laughs> that that he was the... We said Kelvin's the traitor. So why would he be alone with Kelvin? Well, I, I, I can't speak to what the consul would do. I'm not his boss. I'm just his... Uh, we need to get back there. Did you hear the message yourself? I didn't hear the message. Oh, that explains it. Tasvig related to me. So he knows that he's the traitor. Was Kelvin standing right there? Yeah, I'm sure he listened to it right on speakerphone with Kelvin. Well, let's let's get to Intepa. All right. He gets you all out of the mantle's precinct, and he says, "Okay, this. I had to call in a few favors for this. Um, this is not my normal mode of transportation. I." I borrowed this from Consul Tord. He's looking at a a big scorpion construct. It looks like it'll hold all of you. Scorpion? It's a scorpion. Dope. <laughs> it appears that it'll hold all of you. He says, please get in. <laughs> a megazord. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Is this a transformer? It, it does have an open top. So it's it's kind of like a imagine. Like um, like you know those river raft rides in like water parks. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that, but with legs and a big old scorpion tail and scorpion claws. 
cool look. I admire the craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah, it, it was clearly made by a master artificer. I really appreciate the craftsmanship. Yes. And if you recall, uh, Dr. Frowina Torb is the one who crafted Tasvig's prosthetic arm as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go. So you all hop in Consul Torb's Scorpion, and Ortis, I always get the controls wrong on this thing. Okay, hold on. And he pulls a lever, and it starts going backwards. He breathes a deep breath and goes, okay, okay, that one. He pulls another lever, and it starts going forward. But it starts running really fast. He's like, this is why it took me so long to get here. I just can't get the hang of it. It's so complex. You're an artificer, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, can I please help him? (laughs) Yes. Dear God, let me drive. (laughs) Okay, I help him. Okay, roll me an intelligence check, please. That's an 18. Okay, you look at the craftsmanship on this thing, and you look at these controls, and you're like, oh, these are the best controls I've ever seen. This is so (laughs) user-friendly. Or how do you not get this? Not where I was thinking that was going. (laughs) Seth has a nosebleed. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's divine. You... You hop in the the driver's seat of this thing, and you're just off. I vroom vroom. So one of the controls is for wall climbing. Nice. So you can use that if you'd like. Fuck yeah. I might warn people first. Hold on to your butts. Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) Click it or ticket. Click it or ticket. Keep your arms and legs inside the scorpion at all times. (laughs) I'm getting, every time you say that, I'm getting flashbacks to Halo the Scorpion tank. Yes. (laughs) Really? Because I'm getting flashbacks to like, uh, what's the best movie movie ever with The Rock, the Scorpion King? No, 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 no. I'm getting flashbacks (laughs) to the scorpions from Justin. You know what movie I'm talking about? Um, with, with Perseus and Clash of the Titans. Yes. Thank you. They weren't constructs. They were actual scorpions, but they were just big ass scorpions. Anyway, my brain went to Halo as well. (laughs) When you said scorpion, I was like, okay, three out of five. Okay, let's go. Yes. So you all buckle up and Saf climbs the wall with this scorpion construct Probably with a little bit of warning, but I like to think maybe not that much. Um, (laughs) Hold on. Hold on to your butts. (laughs) And you climb up. You get up out of the veiled city and onto the streets. um, And it's night now at this point. So Ord mentions to you that you can't climb the walls of Inteba. That's not allowed. So you'll have to go (laughs) through the normal channel. So you're driving this scorpion construct through the streets of fellows down the central route again and then you take it around you go all around the outside of Intepa the, the one point of entry around the outside mm-hmm. and it doesn't take you more than an hour and a half with uh, Saf's excellent driving proud of you to think I didn't even get my license yet Saf's <laughs> like I should get my license renewed <laughs> yeah obviously or does not know how to drive this thing. He probably didn't know about the wall climb feature. In fact, I didn't know this thing could go up and down walls. Mm. I wish she would have told me that. 
I'm sorry to have kept you waiting for so long. So in the hour and a half it takes you to get up to the highest level of Entepa, it's uh, fully dark now. Four days after you were abducted, killed, question mark? <laughs> Perdered? Yeah, and you get to uh, Tasvig's chambers in Entepa. I still have my rock. Okay, good. It's very important. To me, it is. <laughs> so, what would you all like to do? You're outside of the console chambers. I want to go in. Yeah. How uh, how big are the doors? They're fairly large. It's opulent. Can we bust through with a scorpion and say, where's Tasveek? We need to save no. him. <laughs> that would probably be frowned upon. <laughs> For being honest, it's a little much. Probably break the whole damn thing down. <laughs> so let's all go in. Okay, you get out of the scorpion and you head inside. Follow. I'm sure we're following Ord, right? Yeah, Ord is leading the way. I feel like he'd be a little bit like anxious to get in because we told him about Kelvin. Yeah, he is. Um, so he's oh. kind of ushering you along. He's come on, come on, let's go. Let's he's gonna be dead. Let's get in. He takes you through up to the the very the top level of the consul's chambers, and you open the door. They fling open, and sitting behind the desk. Is Tasvig? Oh, thank God. What? What's the? What's all the matter? Why are you rushing in here? I'm glad to see that you all are safe, Scope. It's so good to see you. We thought you were dead. Where's Kelvin? Kelvin? Well, once I got your message, I sent him away. Oh, thank God. Like, sent him away where? <laughs> like, did you just tell him to leave? Yeah. Like, when you put a spider outside, they come back in. Why wouldn't you lock him up? What? Why would... Because he he's betrayed me. What, why didn't I lock him up? What? What? What is? Have I been? Uh oh. Oh no! What happened? If you've been under some sort of weird spell. This, this is very bizarre. I remember you sending me the message, and then Kelvin was here, and everything was okay, and I sent him away. He said that my journey would be coming to an end soon. Oh. Oh, no. Hate that. I don't know what to do. Not great. Not good odds. I walk up to Tess Vegan and I make sure he's okay. Yeah, can we check him for bugs and stuff or like marks or I don't know. So you're walking up to him? Uh, is he gonna blow up? <laughs> detect, detect magic? Something? Yeah. Safina, can she do that? Can I use a medicine check to see if he's okay? Yes. Let me use detect magic first before we get okay. too close to him, I guess. But uh, can you do that? I thought we don't have any... Did you have an arcane focus? No. I can just do it. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I use detect magic. Okay. On him. You do it. You sense no magic on Tesvig. Okay, I'm going to do a medicine check. How close are you getting to him? Five feet away. Yeah, what's the range on that thing? Yeah, I- Five feet away, that's an 18. Okay, what about you, Saf? How close were you when you did your detect magic? Uh, I was a little bit further away, but now I am closer to him, kind of, to make sure that he's okay. Okay, as you all start getting closer, you start 
to not feel very good. Ugh. You feel like you've got like heartburn. We do? You do, yes. Oh, I keep Fuck me. Whatever was on those daggers that knocked us out did something. We can't go near each other. Something's been implanted. Yeah, we can't go near him. Uh, so are you, you feel it when you're around 15 feet away from him? Fuck. Okay. Does he feel anything? Is it painful? It doesn't feel great. Does, does he feel it too? No, but he sees that you all are uncomfortable and he says, are you all okay? And he starts coming from behind the desk towards you. No, 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 no. Stop. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Scars, are you okay? No, the closer you get to us or that we get to you, our, it feels like our chests are burning. Well, what do you mean your chests are burning? It's exactly where Calvin stabbed us before we passed out. Is uh is his mantle bulky by any chance? Who Tespeaks? Yes. Uh, bulky in what sense? Like maybe there's a bomb under it or something? No. <laughs> no, it's he looks normal. Wait, did I sense anything with my medicine check? You would have had to get too close to him. I said I was five feet away. Uh, do you want to get five feet away from him? I'll get 10 feet away from him. You said I start to feel it around 15. I'll get 10 feet away and do... I rolled an 18. I want to use that medicine check. Okay, you get a little closer and the pain is getting worse in your chest. Uh But from this distance, you look at him and you say, he looks fine. He looks fine. Okay. Can I do a medicine check on myself? Yes. Okay. Unnatural 20. Oh no, 22. Okay. You are medically fine. Okay. Wow, fuck. <laughs> Tespi, we need a doctor. We need a better cleric. <laughs> <laughs> no. I pipe up, I'm like, Tesby, something, something's wrong with us. Like, I'm, I, like, as I'm clutching my chest, I think, I imagine we all are. Yes. Kind of. It's like, is there. And Seth, Seth and Sokoba are both, were both wounded by the automatons at the Lorekeeper station. Is there, we, we need to be, um, I think we all need to be looked at. We also need to get someone out to find Kelvin right now. Oh, okay, well, right this way. And he starts walking towards you, towards well, the door. I'm gonna... Through all of you. No! Oh no, 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 stop it! Back away, we back away. I back away, yeah. As he gets closer, he gets, uh, you know, it hurts more and more. So we need to keep a 15-foot distance. Yeah. So let's go first, and then we'll keep. We'll just keep a distance from each other. Okay. Or you stay on him, though. It's not each other. It's him. I mean, that's what I meant, yeah. from each other as in me and him, okay. or us and him. Okay. He takes you down to the... Um... Paradise City? Yeah, he takes you down to Paradise City. <laughs> Ord needs to stay right on him, though. Yeah, Ord is on him like a hawk. Okay. So uh, he uh, walks you down to the the consul's high cleric. And he says, Cleric, cleric, we need you here. We have a situation with this mantle, my gold mantle, and these, these mercenaries. We have the honor guard. Honor guard to the gold mantle. We need help. <laughs> the cleric rushes up and says, "Oh well, well, what's what seems to be the matter? 
Do we feel weird around her? No. Doctor, I need help. It's got to be some kind of like poison on those daggers because he took those daggers out of his own bag. Yeah, he had, he had special daggers. Do you know Greater Restoration? Well, yes, all, all high clerics do. I hold my arms out and I'm like, do it. <laughs> oh my God. It's not, it, it's not that simple. It's a, it's a ceremony, so I'll need to get you on a, a table. and. Sokoba needs it too, doesn't she? She had the same thing that Saf had? I think so. Yes, if you'll come right this way. Two orders of greater restoration. <laughs> Will I get you all fixed up? Agamir pipes up and explains to the to the high cleric, you know, the the heart pain and how it seems to get worse the closer we are to Tesbeeg. And the stabbings. And also yeah. the stabbing. <laughs> well, getting stabbed It started about four days ago. Getting stabbed right in the chest, you all should be past the veil at this point. We were. We were in the veiled city. No. <laughs> no. no, no, not that type of veil, dear. We just woke up a, a few hours ago. <laughs> so uh, that's that's very odd. And the the heartburn situation. That's there. Have you eaten something that maybe didn't agree with any of you? We woke up a few hours ago, and uh, apparently, it has been three or four days since this happened. We think that maybe the daggers had some kind of poison or something on them that is making this happen or something has been surgically implanted well that's that's quite troubling um let me let me take a look at you dear safina you said your name was yes does this hurt and she presses on your chest does it hurt no (laughs) i say no oh and what about here she presses on your side on your ribs it doesn't hurt it, no. <laughs> and let me see. Let's look on the back and she kind of turns you to your side and she presses under your shoulder blades. And what about here? I say no. Oh, well, that's that's very odd. Let me get my, my arcane focus and we'll see if we can we can get to the bottom of this. I have a hypothesis, High Cleric. Oh, oh yes? Is Tasveek still here? Yes, he is. Can you check him? Can we check him for cuts? Because maybe there was a curse involving his blood or something. Well, we would have to get the permission of the consul, and he says yes, anything that you need. Oh, good. Um, if you'll just just rope right over here uh, behind this curtain, uh, we can uh, get you checked out. And he uh, takes his mantle off. He takes his shirt off. He doesn't take his pants off or anything. And the cleric, high cleric looks and she says there's nothing here that would indicate that there had been any bloodletting or anything of that nature. He looks perfectly fine. Healthy as ever. Take his pants off. <laughs> Healthy as ever. Uh, Tess Vig, you always has been, uh, you know, good at keeping up with your regiments and your nutrition. Thank you, High Cleric. It's, you know, a point of pride. <laughs> and he redresses himself. If we got stabbed in the chest and we don't have any marks on us, this has got to be some kind of magic. It's obviously magic. Just what kind of magic? Yeah. The high cleric goes and gets her arcane focus, and she comes back, and she kind of waves it over Saf. She's trying to figure out what's going on. She's looks like she's casting some sort of ritual that you all don't recognize. She says, "Doesn't look like there's anything here." Unless you all were 
implanted with a memory or something. I mean, I, I, I don't see, sense anything or see anything. What do you mean implanted with a memory? Well, you know, you can... Have you ever seen the movie Inception? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. She doesn't say that. Well, um, there there is some theorization that very powerful wizards might be able to implant memories in the heads of individuals that might make them think that something had happened that hadn't happened. You know, it's all theory, but I, I don't know of anyone who can do it. There's 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 no documentation of it being real. So what would that have to do with physical pain? Uh, well, you know, memory is tied very heavily to uh, psychosomatic conditions. So if one thinks that they have been stabbed in the chest, one might feel the pangs of said stab. Doesn't explain why we feel it when we're close to Tazig, though. It's very, very strange. I, I don't really know why it would happen with Tazig only, but... Perhaps, no, that couldn't be it. So you wouldn't all have shared the same dream of Tasbeeg stabbing you. What? No, that's not who. At this point, you hear blah, blah, blah. <gasps> what? Enough talking already. This was supposed to be done hours ago. What? Kelvin is behind you. What? What? Why? I jump off the table. I turn around and just punch him square in the fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, as you all are starting to move, he goes, ah, 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 ah. Wait. And snaps his fingers again. Is Tasveek here too? Tasveek is here as well. Okay. Everyone roll a wisdom saving throw, please. <sighs> he snaps his fingers. I crit myself. Oh, no. 19. 16. Seven. Tasveeg got a 14. You all are paralyzed. Oh, the high cleric as well. Uh, what about Ord? Uh, Ord, you're right. Also a 14. What about what's a 19? Yeah, you all are paralyzed. Can we talk? Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin, what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just having a bit of fun here, you know. It was uh, a lot of fun convincing Tess Vig over here that uh, I wasn't a threat to him after you all uh, blew my cover. It was fun. Didn't expect you to be able to get a hold of him so quickly, but uh, glad that you all are here because really I need you all to um, to do something for me, yeah? No. No, I'm good. No. <laughs> ah, well, uh, it's not up to you, huh? So, uh, Drusilla, if you'd please... Move right over here, and he points his finger, and you walk over there. I don't want to. <laughs> I yell. Uh, I yell towards Tasby. Are you seeing this? Yes, child. I'm seeing this. Do something. I can't move. Ah, Safina, Thornburner. Yeah, want to be a doctor like your grandfather, huh? Let's, uh, let's put you over here. I spit in his general direction. You miss. Why do you mean was? What happened to him? Ah, 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 ah. that would be telling, dearie. All right, let's get some books over here so you're a little taller. And he puts some books down next to Drew. And he picks you up 
Let go of me. <laughs> and he put you on top of the books. Bastard. There you go. That's perfect. So you and Drew are shoulder to shoulder. Agamir. Fuck me. You're next, huh? Come on over. And he motions with his finger. And as he goes, like, as he uh, curls his finger towards him, you take a step each time he does it. Can I roll to just, like, resist and, like, move slower? Uh, you can try, yeah. Yeah, I mean, is there is there any way to get out of this? This is very uh, Aladdin. <laughs> Honestly, fucking Jafar. Fifteen. <laughs> you are unable to resist the urge to move forward. Dang. And he sets you up right next to Saf. And Scarlet, the big bad mantle, going for the gold, huh? If I can get out of here, I swear to God, I will end you. Ah, come here. Come here, you little devil. Come on. That's racist. <laughs> uh, okay, that's actually racist <laughs> in the world of d and That's racist and a little sexual, so Ooh. uncalled for. So, all right, Scar right here next to Agamir. Perfect. I don't know where you all got all that gold, but I am certainly going to be put not to good use. I scream and I'm like, no, that's for, that's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is mine now, though. Just like that, um, that focus you had. Do you know where you got that little trinket? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. I drink in doesn't ring any bells. <gasps> mm, I just find random rocks and put them in my hair because I think they're pretty. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, that'll be fun later. All right. You won't get away with this, Kelvin. Oh, I already have. Haven't I? Uh, you all, you're all arranged in a semicircle. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Sokoba, I need you right here in the center. It's very important that you're in the center. And uh, Sokoba walks into the center. You son of a bitch, I hate you. And she tries to spin. <laughs> All right. Now for the moment of truth, the coup de grace, the, the grand finale. Is he going to kill us now? Tasvig. If you would be so kind to join me over here. What? He's standing um, about 20 feet away from where you are as a semicircle. All right, Tassie, come on over here. It's time for the moment of truth. The coup de grace, the grand finale. Kelvin, I don't know what you're trying to do, but you you won't get away with this. Mark my words. Uh, I already have. I already said that I have. Now come here. And he, uh, he walks towards Kelvin. He's 20 feet away from the semicircle. He puts his hands on Tasvig's shoulders from behind and says, Okay, Tasvig, what I need you to do is very slowly walk forward. Please. I can't resist and Tasvig starts walking forward and you all start to feel that heartburn sensation and it's getting worse and worse and Tasvig is 15 feet away and it's just heartburn 10 feet away and it feels like what you imagine a heart attack would be and he gets to 5 feet away from all of you and you are in writhing agony but you can't move 
stop this. What's the point? Ah, that's a great question, Scar. What is the point? A little closer, Tasveek. And as Tasveek takes one more step, five daggers emerge from each of your chests and shoot out at Tasveek. And you all collapse. And the last thing you hear before you black out is Kelvin cackling. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end. Oh, I got a hit! Fuck! Et tu, Brute? What happened to Sokoba? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, Sokoba was in the middle of the semicircle, and a dagger also came out of her chest. It's a setup. It's going to make it look like we killed Tespeak. But Ord was there, too. With 25 daggers. 25? I thought it was just one from each of us. Well, yeah, one from each of you. Oh, I thought you said five daggers came out of each of us. I was like, oh. Jesus. What? No. Sorry. Yeah, five daggers, one from each of you. But what about Ord? Ord knows we didn't do it. Ord, uh... And the High Cleric. It's true. We'll have to figure out what happens next time on the Village Idiots podcast, uh... won't we? Leave y'all in suspense. Uh, I hate that so much. I hate it, hate thank it. Thank you all it. so much for listening. I hope you had a great time. I had a great time DMing, I know. I hope my players had a good time playing. So, it's the end of the episode. You know what that means. Oh, wait. Wait. We do know what that means. Everyone's got to tell me what, you, what Scooby-Doo character your character is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Okay, so clearly... I am Shaggy. <laughs> I think that's just very obvious. Yes. Okay, okay. Go on. Just because just because you like to smash things and Shaggy is also useless? No, because I'm because I'm dumb as shit and I do really dumb things, but I do come through clutch. And Shaggy <laughs> does come through clutch. He does. He does. That's fair. Uh Safina, which character is Safina? I gotta say, I feel like a Velma. Velma? Specifically because she's intelligent, but also goofy, but also... I don't know. I thought you'd be more of a Daphne. I don't know why. Same. I thought Safina was more of a Daphne. Same. But Daphne's really useless. I don't That's think she that. is. But the whole point is that she's, like, pretty and... Yeah, that well, she's pretty. That's the thing, though, is that she's, like, she's pretty and no one expects her to be smart. And then she actually is smart. Yeah, she uses that to her advantage. She's clever like that. I'll take pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty, pretty princess. Which would make... Uh, I feel like... I can be, okay, Jordan, give me your answer. I, I, don't, I haven't seen Scooby-Doo in a pretty in a pretty long time. Okay. I don't really remember you know too much the about characters. the characters. <laughs> I'm trying to... Like, I, had a cru- I had a big fictional crush on Velma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Agamir mean, is so Freddy, but just saying. Yeah, I think you're Fred. I think, I really think. I was going to say, I feel like if Agamir would, would probably, the closest character would be Fred. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Down to the ascot. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I was thinking Drew was either Velma or Shaggy, <laughs> depending on the moment. But I'm going to go with more Velma, I think, in situations. Also, I also had a very huge crush on her. I'm old man Jenkins. I'm always behind it. (laughs) (laughs) So if we don't get any fan art of the Village Idiots as the Scooby-Doo characters, 
I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should uh, tweet at us. Let us know which characters you think we are. Yeah. <laughs> Do you agree? Yes. That's one really short Daphne. Yeah. Oh, so I need to name a village idiot. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Who's the village idiot? I know you talk to yourself a lot, so there wasn't much for us to do. I did talk to myself a lot. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to name myself the village idiot for not realizing that the first, like, ten minutes of this episode were going to be me talking to myself. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's on me, y'all. Sorry you had to listen to me talk back and forth in a very bad Cockney accent <laughs> to my very bad, high, snooty elf accent. I hate him so much. Who, so Lauren or Kelvin? Calvin. Calvin sucks. Yeah. I'm glad that you all feel that way. That was the point. I don't know. He's kind of growing on me. So yeah, that was, uh, the, the Village Idiot is none other than me, your Dungeon Master. Thank you all so much again for listening. We hope that you tune in next week. But yeah, if you want to talk to us in the meantime, you can reach out to us on social media. Right, Nicole? Yeah, we have a Twitter. You can find us at Village Idiot Pod. Tweet us and let us know uh, which characters from Scooby-Doo you think our characters are. Uh, if you agree with our assessment or not. And uh, check out some other stuff we've got up there, too. If you want to talk to any of us personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'm too busy getting stabbed in the chest. <laughs> well, you all got, like, anti-stabbed. Honestly, it was like the children of the forest putting the fucking gl- dragon glass into the... That's why he said, remember, all the way in. White Walker guy. And then, yeah, that's some crazy shit. Do we have a website? We also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. We have a ton of cool stuff up there. Unfortunately, Agamir's gold, gold cow just plunged. Ugh. I don't want to think about it. Towards buying his own ship, and it's really fucking depressing. Uh, you can see who's winning or losing with the village idiots tally. Lots of fun facts about the world of Lanamora, tons of artwork, uh, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of our Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots while you're in luck? Because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and Behind the Screens, listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Daily and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. But if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Let's find out together what happens when the village idiots come to or arrive in the afterlife. Who knows? <laughs> so until next week, bye. 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 There goes 6,000 gold. Ah.